0: Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look
1: at Whipple. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, welcome back for another awesome episode of Bold Sports. We're on episode 68 the Yammer Yager edition. That is it. Sixty eight It is, we are That epi- oh, wasn't last week? No, no, no. no. Last week
0: was sixty seven. Okay. But we had a special episode. And we did have a special that's episode. That's like you know when you buy comics, like it's like the non numeric, like it's like a special Spider Man that's like not in the regular sequence of Right, right, right. You know, we 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 did Maybe have a- maybe it deals with like a story from his past or like some something about like, you know, Maybe something about the Green Goblin exclusively. And it's like, not, in, but it's still important to collect. So, you know, if you missed our Super Bowl episode.
1: Oh, uh, if you missed our Super Bowl episode, It's out there on the interwebs, sir. It's out there on the interwebs. It's been shared and posted and viewed and so much, a lot, uh, which is awesome. And speaking of our Super Bowl podcast, we do want to say a special thank you uh, to uh, Mike, Ryan, and Adam from Fury Brewing uh, for joining us at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview this past Sunday. Uh, they brought some amazing brews we uh, learned a lot on uh, what the team at Fury uh, does, what they have going on uh, where we can find their beer and also uh, this upcoming year their beer fest and so forth that they're joining in on um, so we just want to say a special thank you to Fury Brewing um, yeah thanks a lot, the beer, the beer was delicious the beer was delicious um,
0: it was the first stuff I drank all day it was also the best stuff I drank all day yeah. uh, no offense, leftover mimosas from brunch that I missed um no offense yingling um you know i'm drinking yingling right now
1: that that was the first stuff i drank all day it was really good stuff i drank all day because what i drank the rest of the day i still drank some really good stuff but it was on a different scale it wasn't Mm. like we started off with some like really heady juicy new england ipas and whatnot we had a nice mole stout in there um but I went on to daily like just like sessionable beer after that. Except As one does on Super Bowl yeah, Sunday. Yeah. We had um or, we else, were...
0: or else you know, you you gotta cook.
1: Yeah, I I had to cook. You know. That's why I did to, like tone it down. And um so I went on we had Victory Homegrown Lager on tap at Nick's house. Nice. Um and after I got all the food in and whatnot, um, and I had a lull, um, I broke out my two thousand six 2015, 2017, and 2018. Founder CBS, and three of us um, tried those, and they were 750 bottles. Wow. So we each got a nice pour. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but still, and that was, and then after that, I was just based on to regular beer, and then after all the food was out, and I was done cooking, then I broke into a bottle of Sazerac Rye. Of course, you did. And then after about the third quarter, it was kind of a blackout. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of people
0: were getting into their vices during that game, I think, because it was kind of a crap game to watch. Uh,
1: I know, you know I know,
0: I spent way more time on Twitter than I usually like to do when I'm out in public. I stayed off social media. I, the only interesting thing about that game was all the takes on how bad it was.
1: I gave my phone a breathalyzer. Oh, yeah? And by giving it a breathalyzer, um, so Apple and, and whatnot, they have an app... Mm -hmm. that you can like lock your phone down okay for like times where you can like set a timer on your phone that says lock my phone for an hour and it doesn't matter what you do to it it won't let you open it back up you can turn it off and turn it back on put your thumbprint in all that shit and it locks it down like you can't fuck with it
0: what if it's like
1: it will an do emergency. emergency calls. Okay. You can hold it and then do an emergency call and that's it. And it better be like nine one one.
0: So could you Yeah, you couldn't call nine one one and be like, Could you come help me out? I'm like
1: drunk and horny. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. no <laughs> they don't they don't yeah. take too kindly yeah, to yeah, those yeah. sort of calls. So, so so I put my phone on lockdown after after the food was done.
0: Is that really an issue? Do you like angrily text people about the Super Bowl?
1: No, but I do other dumb shit. Even when Amanda's there, like right. Amanda was not looking there. Looking over your shoulder. Amanda was not there. Looking oh. over my shoulder. I was oh, on. I was oh, on my mind own. Then. Staying on my. And and enough other people were at my buddy's house that if there wasn't a serious emergency, they knew how to get a hold of Amanda. They mm-hmm. knew how to get a hold of the paramedics and EMS and two of them were EMTs. So, I mean, like seriously, we we're good. I just did it for my own personal safety. So I didn't do something stupid because I have a bunch of like social media work apps and stuff that are strictly for work. Oh. So I, I make sure I, I... You wouldn't want to get blackout drunk and like pick up a shift or something, mm, you know? That too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, Steve, how come you're not here? Huh? I'm fucking hammered in North Hills right now. That you... would, that's
0: like... That'd be one of the worst blackouts I've ever heard of. Ugh. It's probably happened. Oh, it's I've happened thought... where I work. <laughs> not from me, but other people. That's almost like... That's almost like when you just want to fire somebody, but you don't have a reason. You just, like, you know, entice it's, them to stay late after a shift, get them all liquored up, and then, like, yeah. get them to, like, go on the schedule and not remember yeah, being yeah, on yeah, the yeah, schedule, yeah. and then, what? hey, you know, no call, know, no show.
1: You, yeah. That's dirty politics, man. <laughs> We'll talk about that off the air. be <laughs> uh, <Really> now. Okay. <laughs> so you had a good Super Bowl Sunday. You didn't, Super Bowl Sunday was you awesome. didn't text I didn't, anybody. I didn't yard After the third quarter hit, and then I, I run the Super Bowl pool at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I was sober enough in the first and third to message the people, hey, by the way, you hit the first quarter. Hey, you hit the second quarter. And I put it out in the – in all, like work chat that everybody sees that says, hey, these people hit the first and second quarter. They know what to do. Third quarter hit, I say, hey, you hit the third quarter. I put it on the chat, hey, this person hit the third quarter. And I says, you will probably not hear from me after this if you hit the fourth quarter. You will still get your money. Um, but I'm going to be incoherent from now until Tuesday. Um, so, and This is why you <laughs> should go to the casino with your money.
0: Like, you know... Steve talks about, like, oh, well, you know, the bookies won't come after you for the money. Like, part of that is because bookies are usually hammered a good portion of the day. So, you know, like, there's a, there's a two-way street of
1: getting paid. <laughs> right. And, like, the guy who collects can't pay you. If he's too drunk to collect, he's right, probably right. too drunk well, to well, pay so you. Well, so to me, running the pool, I told them, I said, look, I, says, I am out of the area Sunday and Monday. I says, Monday would be your collection day anyway. I says, Tuesday... I'll be available Tuesday all day. I was like, but you're coming to my neighborhood to collect because I'm not coming anywhere near work. Huh. I says, and that's also my super recovery day. Yeah. I says, and then I work again Wednesday. So I will have your envelopes in. And everybody hit was like, cool, we'll see you Wednesday.
0: Plus, where you work, man, like you're halfway to the Meadows. Oh, too. Anyway, yeah. you got all
1: that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you should, but. Well, you know. of course, in the way the score worked I out, I would have understood. And of course, the way the score worked out, the same person hit the third and the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, and if you all didn't know, the score final score was thirteen to three. Patriots win. Um, It was not what anyone was expecting at all. By all means, this this uh, this was a total defensive game. If you don't like defense, this game was not for you. And of course, um, in the in this day and age, is NFL of high scoring, high flying footballs. This that the other thing, um, it was kind of. Boring on that aspect. I kind of like watching it because you get to, you did get to see a lot of good defense going on. Aaron Donald had a hell of a game. Um, Doudna and Sue had a hell of a game. He didn't step on anybody's nuts this time. Uh, he, he didn't kick anybody in the shin or in the face or in the chin or whatever. Um, I think he. Kinda, I forgot I was rooting for that guy until they said his name. I was like, oh man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um,
0: yeah, but he's still, never affected the Steelers. So I'm not anything been, against
1: him. A lot
0: of the good defense. Like there was also a lot of a lot of drop passes. There's a lot and of and a lot passes. of a lot
1: of like did he bad, drop, did he bad did he didn't play. Drop, did you drop a pass? Um, Edelman. Well, okay. So I'm not know. saying he didn't drop a pass. Um, but where where where's, where do I have his stat right there? Uh, Edelman, 10 receptions, 141 yards on 13 targets. Doesn't mean he dropped the pass. It doesn't mean he dropped the pass. But doesn't mean he. It. I can't tell if it. He was targeted 13 times. He had 10 receptions, 141 yards. Um, Gronk had six six uh, for 87. Go figure, he wears number 87, and he had 87 yards. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady was 21 for 35 total, 262 yards, one interception, zero TDs. On the other side of the ball, uh, or on the other side of the field, uh, Jared Goff was 19 for 38, uh, so he had a lot more attempts. He, had a, he, had, he was playing catch-up. When you get those uh, quarterbacks with those high attempts, uh, they're playing catch-up. He had 229 yards, one interception as well, zero TDs. Gurley, here's where the, here's where the Rams got fucked. Um, Gurley had uh, 10 touches for 35 yards. C.J. Anderson had seven touches for 22 yards. Brandon Cooks was their, um, was their big gainer. He's a wide receiver who was a former Patriot. Uh, he had uh, eight, uh, eight receptions for 120 yards. Both teams did miss a field goal, so if you had that in your prop bet. That was probably
0: the most solid one to pick. Like I've, I've been saying for yeah, two you would say that for two weeks, you know, three weeks because kickers just make me nervous. Like Boswell ruined me. Um, other kickers miss as well, and you see it in the playoffs. So like it just it didn't surprise me at all. Edelman making that MVP like that didn't surprise me either. Not um, the game he had. No, but I mean, even before, though he didn't before get... the game. If like I had to pick somebody, well, besides Brady, well, who could be an MVP? Well, we'll like that in a bit, but... you know,
1: yeah. So totally. Um, this game did not bill out to what it was supposed to be. Now, this game was supposed to be a, a back and forth score. The over under was set at 50 with a, the final tally on the over under 56. The initial over under on opening um was 58. It went down 2 points to 56.
0: I would have seen an under that could have still been entertaining like Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I kind of in, in the back of my mind was sort of hoping for like a you know, like a, I don't know, like 28-15 <laughs> for Steve's sake. Or maybe just more like a realistic number. You know, something in the like 24-17, 24-17 ballpark
1: would have been would have
0: been the under, uh, but still would have been more offense than the Super Bowl that we got. I, I,
1: I mean, even, even like a, a, a thirty a, a 31-21, that still hit the under and was yeah. still an offensive game. Something like that. Um, well didn't happen so yeah i mean if you get two scores underneath 30 i mean you're you, you know or 130 and yeah it, it would have worked out but <clears throat> yeah 56 was a high was a high number a if high. that would have been the chiefs and the rams i think we would have seen that over being pushed yeah maybe. um you know but i, I think uh, obviously with a different team in there you would have different odds on everything else um but with the two teams that were in there so now it sucks that the Patriots have six Super Bowls and tie the Steelers for six Super Bowls. And now the debate has been going on around the world of Steelers six Super Bowls of all time or Patriots six Super Bowls and the Belichick Brady era, which has been since 2000. Um, so it comes down to fuck. Yeah, Exactly. You got the Steelers, six Super Bowls all time. Four in the 70s, four in six years. Uh, they, they, they've they been to eight. They won six. The Patriots have been to 11 and won six. Because mm. this was Tom Brady's ninth. Yeah. They have won before Tom Brady when they lost to Brett Favre, when Drew Betzo was at the mm. helm, and then the 85 Bears. 85, yeah. Um, So. Seems like... So the Patriots... Seems like a century ago.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know? Right? Imagine the Patriots getting blown out in the Super Bowl and then going away and never coming back again. Until... Until
1: the ninety six. And then, They went to one, and then the and then since 2000. I mean, six Super Bowls since 2000. 19 years. So that's... Or, well, okay, we'll say... It. We'll even call it... That's the Brady era started in 2000 when he was drafted. Mm. Um... But two thousand one is when Brady played. Yeah. Started playing and, and that was against the Steelers when he came in mm-hmm. uh, and so forth and then got knocked out and then came you know, whatever. But um seriously, since two thousand one, so we're eighteen years and six Super Bowl wins. Yeah. That's fucking impressive. It's impressive. Um, I mean it's it's you know. it's hard
0: to be it's hard to be impressed by like just the atmosphere though you know what i mean like the patriots being good it's just it's just kind of part of like life it is. you know what i, I mean currently... like i'm not i'm not impressed by the patriots any more than i'm impressed by like anything else that's part of adulthood you know like when i write a check and like i'll check my bank account in three days and the money's gone you yeah, know right like i don't i don't like you know light a candle
1: you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. like I know, it's just like routine. That's how you're, things work. You're like, you're like hey, and, uh, I had to pay my mortgage. Yeah. Oh, the mortgage company took my money.
0: And the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. And um, it all and it all happens right around like the like first five days in February.
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Or or at least the Patriots were in a Super and, Bowl. And yeah. I'm
0: impressed. I'm impressed by how unimpressed I am that they won six. Which is ridiculous. Because it's just like they've just always been there. It's like anytime. Anytime you walk out the door, like, you know, you could see a bird or a cat or a Patriots Super Bowl win. It's,
1: it's. You know, how about that kid that, 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 um, is at all the parades and changes the sign every the year? The sign kid. The sign kid. It's like, yeah. you know, 17 years and 12 parades, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I mean, yeah, or yeah, it's like, come on, dude, I get it. Mm. Like.
0: I oh, No, man, go for it. You know, like. Someday you're going to have a job and you're not going to be able to go to every parade. Or you're, or you're going to have some other commitment where you're not going to be able to go to every parade. Or
1: at some point in time, your teams might just have a fucking horrible time.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's possible, too. But this is Boston we're talking about, so...
1: One of their teams is perennially running in playoffs and going. Ooh, I don't know. I mean... The Celtics haven't been great for a while. The, the Celtics uh, the Bruins are... had... Their their, their their run's not been that great. But they're uh, the they're available. So- they're the available Red, for the, the Red, playoffs. The Red still. Sox like, are always you know. in there. Yeah,
0: you know, well, Red Red Sox are spending the money necessary to be always in there, right? Um, uh, the Bruins are still in the playoff hunt. Celtics are kind of having some issues with Kyrie Irving and whether or not he's going to be on the team long term. Well, what are they
1: going to do? Trade him to the Lakers? They so can be with LeBron again and actually where he initially started.
0: I, you know, I don't. <laughs> I mean, they might. They might trade him for like. Some multi-team deal where they get Anthony Davis. I, I don't really follow the Celtics a lot. Neither do I. I
1: don't really follow NBA a whole lot. But
0: there's a, there's a whole bunch of NBA stuff going on that you know might we could, we might could, might allow Boston to be able to have all four titles. We can talk
1: about the NBA back here in a minute. Um, but so here's some fun fun stuff. Uh, I don't know how many people actually know this. So the the NFL players, mm-hmm. um, their contract is only valid for 16 games. And that's what's paid by the team. Mm. So when teams make the playoffs, um, the NFL pays the playoff games. Right. So you have uh, the New England Patriots. Not only do they get a Super Bowl ring, they won the Super Bowl. They're going to get a ring that's worth thirty thousand dollars. Mm. Round numbers. They do have to pay the tax on that, by the way, though. If you did not know that, the players have to pay the tax on that. Um, but the players that's also fine. get one hundred eighteen thousand dollars from the NFL um for the win the rams get $59,000 from the nfl um for being in the super bowl also um $54,000 uh each player on the team uh received for their conference championship wins uh if they had uh, a a A second round game or a first round game, it was a little lower than that. Mm. Uh, But it was, I think it was uh, $18,000 for a first round win. A second round was um, like $28,000 or something. And then the the conference fund. But each team, even if they went to the playoffs and lost, they still got a certain amount of money for getting in the playoffs for that Mm -hmm. game. Um,
0: But there are cases where they're making less money for the playoff game than they are for their game checks.
1: Correct, but there's also those cases for the guys that are on the practice squad. Right, who they get a huge raise. Who get a huge raid for a game or two. Um, Also, I did read that um, Brandon Cooks, the Patriots, are going to give him a ring. Or not Brandon Cooks. Um, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Oh, really? Yeah, sorry. Brandon Cooks was on the Patriots last year. He had a ring two years ago, and then this year he lost with the Rams. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Uh, Josh Gordon, who was acquired in week four uh, on a trade to Cleveland, from Cleveland to New England, um, he was with the Patriots, and in the middle of December, he left the team for personal issues, personal reasons, and so forth. A lot of people think he's back on drugs or whatever, but he's got he's got mental health issues. Yeah. Um, apparently, he was told that he's going to also receive a ring because – even though he didn't play for the playoffs in the last two weeks of the season, he still led the, lead, led the team in receptions and yards. Uh, so his contributions were shown, and, and he, he even came out on his own Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and was like added like champion, NFL Super Bowl champion to his status and so forth about it. All right. Um, and the team confirmed. That's fine. The team I con- guess. I'm okay. Whatever. Hey, that, that's whatever. He's still going to pay the tax on that $30,000 ring. Yeah. Even though he didn't get any of the playoff money for being there, because he was actually listed as a um, inactive or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, So there's that. Uh, Well, you know, for the Patriots, they're
0: this—you know—they they kind of have this reputation of just having like interchangeable, especially at the wideout position. Um, You know, for for them to give a ring to somebody who wasn't even on the playoff roster, like that's. I guess their way of saying that, like you know, you matter to us still, even though right. when, when we didn't, we Patriots, weren't actually able to like insert you mercilessly. And the, and the
1: Patriots still hold his contract and yeah. can totally uh, next season if he's got his head worked out right, can come yeah. back to the team. I don't know how that's going to work for him out. Robert uh, Kraft I mean,
0: seems like a compassionate person who he is. who uh, would do do what's in his power. You to You know, to help and somebody. when it comes
1: down to NFL owners, Robert Kraft seems to be up there with one of the good guys. Um, you know, when it comes to compassion and whatnot, I know. just like
0: seeing him partying at the Super Bowl with Meek Mill. Yeah, right. I mean, that that that's. Did you see him dancing? He was dancing with his like his like, got jewelry, his, his new chain that his Meek Mill gave him. New chain that Meek Mill gave him. He yes. still looks like a weird old man, like dancing around. Like the chain didn't give him like that much street cred. No, but, no, 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 no. I mean, you, you you can't buy street cred necessarily, but you could buy a lot of cred, right? With with all that money, so. So you know,
1: you know Matt and I talked a lot about different Super Bowl bets and so forth. So here, here's a few that came through. Um, and then Matt, this feeds into yours. This feeds into your conspiracy theory. Oh, which one? The anthem controversy. Yes, this happened. I so, told you this was going to so, happen. So, so Knight. night, um, so the over under, depending on the sports book you went with, was a minute forty five to a minute and fifty, depending on the sports book that you went with and booked your thing. Well, Gladys Knight said the word brave twice. Important. I I mean, that's one of the most important words in the anthem as far as I'm concerned. yeah, because it's the ending word, and it's how long it's drug out for. Yeah. And I I don't remember. I was in the kitchen at that point in time. I don't remember exactly how she said brave. Yeah, I didn't see it. But she drug it out, and it went to uh, 151, which was the over. Um, a lot of the sports books paid the over and the under. Yeah. Uh, well, I heard the line started
0: moving like after rehearsal. Like, yeah, people li- can yeah. watch rehearsal. Yeah, but once you bet, you're locked in at that number. Right, but like once people start hearing about this rehearsal, yeah, and then the line starts moving because all the sharps are like, you know, they're waiting until they get some sort of info, and then Gladys almost screws it up. And then, you know, she got, like, Frankie Knuckles standing over in the corner (laughs) making some sort of menacing gesture or, like, tearing up a picture of her, like, favorite dog or some shit. And, you know, she's only got one word left to milk, so she double taps the brave. And, you know, I mean, if you got your money back, great, but, like, you know, they they don't like to pay out. I mean, Vegas wasn't built on winners. No, so, uh, it was
1: not. No, it was. Not. And, you know, and I even, don't
0: think Gladys will be invited back for the halftime show next year,
1: right? And even with all the uh, all the winners and whatnot, and the crazy bets that got paid off on high amounts, mm-hmm. they still made their money back. I'm sure they did. Um, so J- Julian Edelman won the MVP. He was the 20 to one odd on that. That would have I pay- would have been a nice payout. So even if you would even if you would drop 20 bucks on that, you would have came back with 400. I would have. I would have paid that. I mean, I did fine. You know, uh, the blue Gatorade. Now, if you're a Patriots fan or whatnot, or followed Super Bowls close enough to bet on Gatorade, um, uh, three of the, or sorry, three of the previous five Super Bowls, blue Gatorade was dumped on Belichick. Yeah. Well, now you add another one to it because that well, paid off at, at plus 325. Does he just prefer blue Gatorade? Uh the Patriots typically do because it's a color, it's the main color of their uh, their uniforms. Yeah. It's easier for the
0: people who do the laundry. Right? That too. You know. But uh, now if the Vikings ever make the Super Bowl, like I'm putting my entire life savings on purple. on Riptide Rush.
1: Riptide Rush.
0: Not not other purple, not fierce grape. No, Riptide, Riptide Rush. Riptide Rush.
1: Yes. Um <laughs> the under of course paid out uh, very nice On there, that was a plus one ten on that. Uh, You had Sony Michelle on the first. If you had Sony Michelle on the first TD, uh, which also he was the leading favorite Mm. for the first TD uh, at five to one.
0: He's my only fantasy guy who made the Super Bowl. Uh,
1: Any event you wanted to bet on that was only going to be one touchdown in the game. That was fifty to one. Mm. Um, There was some people that bet on that shit Yeah Like I mean I could see me going like Yeah I'll throw two bucks on it <laughs> You know Two bucks I mean shit I've lost more on racehorses Yeah than, I mean, That's your bets yeah. <laughs> You know um, 20 to 1 on the Rams Having zero TDs And of course 1 to 1 on the tails on the coin toss Um, And the tails obviously hit Tails never fails
0: the smart money knows that.
1: The smart money knows that, but in Super Bowl history, it's almost even. Tails is slightly above even odds. Okay, but if slightly those above. are the
0: people who forgot to say tails, tails never, never, never fails. fails.
1: You it's got to say it. I mean, I went. Trust me, I went five years straight where it went heads, dude. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're sitting at a roulette table and you're mm. playing red and it hits thirteen blacks in a row. And you're like, it's mm. gotta change. And then you call the 800 number. <laughs> <laughs> yes Yes you do 1-800-GAMBLER If you have a problem Keep on scratching um, <laughs> Gus The second most famous Groundhog I don't hate
0: groundhogs As much this week <laughs> I do not Because the, no. the, the Function Tony yeah, Phil man, Predicted Tony in early Phil spring. an early spring And it's, it's, it's been Sort of reasonably warm Since then
1: It has been Um, I wore shorts And a t-shirt To work tonight Yeah Well just a polo But yeah um, You know Good times, but overall, the Super Bowl experience was not what we in Pittsburgh uh, were wanting. I couldn't stop thinking about how much the Steelers would just be like kicking
0: the crap out of the Rams. Oh, dude. If the Rams showed up like that, yeah. I, I couldn't stop thinking about that. I know people in New Orleans were probably thinking the same thing about the Patriots. Um
1: well, and I know the people in Kansas City were thinking about the same thing about the fucking Rams. I yeah,
0: mean, so there you have. it. I mean, the Steelers didn't even make the playoffs, so uh, obviously other teams had a, a closer claim, you know, to to that like again sort the Steelers of pretender status.
1: Steelers fucked themselves. Yeah, um, they did. You know, and that's what it is. And what are you gonna do? Shit happens. Yeah. Um. It's hopefully still like, they
0: grow and learn from this. It's not like the Patriots have more Super Bowls than the Steelers.
1: No, they're tied. They tired. just have
0: the same amount. Yeah. Remember when we remember in the 90s when like the Steelers had the same number as the 49ers
1: and the Dallas Cowboys. And the
0: Dallas Cowboys. And, and the world didn't stop turning. And then do you know what happened? The Steelers won another Super Bowl before no. Dallas.
1: No, 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 no. No. Steelers and Dallas played each other in the Super Bowl to be the first one to have five. Yeah. That was uh, 95 season, 96 Super Bowl. Yeah. um it was And it, it was billed that way. Oh, the, whoever wins this game has the most Super Bowls in the NFL total right. for a franchise. There's so a, we didn't have the most. And then, and then we didn't have the most. And then you know what happened? That, that condition persisted for 10 years. Then, then what happened was, is the 49ers went in and won another one. And then they had five. Yeah. And then the Steelers came in 10 years later and got their fifth. yeah And then they came in two and a half or three years Yeah, three years later Mm. or two years later and then had another one yeah and then they had six and we got six and then they went no and dallas and san francisco have been laughing stocks for the last 10 15 years so
0: all i can say is like you know new england welcome to the stairway to seven yeah Um, i really hope it takes you please please leave room on the left for people to pass if you wish to just merely stand, I, I believe the stairway to seven is actually an escalator. Uh, someone's gonna get seven eventually, whether they like try or not, um, because they keep playing this damn thing every year. <laughs> and I don't think they're gonna stop anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the Steelers could still, you know the mind have... the left, double quick, get up those steps to the the you know stairway to seven. Yeah, I know, like I said when I walked in, Steve, another Golden State blowout.
1: No, but that just looked like a freaking all star game play right there. Underneath the leg, off the back, it went off the rim instead of the backboard, and he and he jammed it. Well, it's oh, not like God.
0: it's not like San Antonio was going to like, you know, gather the rebound and run back for a thirty eight point basket. By the to way, tie po- the game. By the way, folks,
1: we're watching the the, the San Antonio Golden State game that's got less than thirty seconds left on the clock. But that last play just was like, let's showboat a little bit, and then they missed it. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, High percentage, but low risk. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah, right? Uh, But anyway, so let's finish up some Steelers bullshit here, and then we can take a break and move on to something else Um, that is going to be a start of what I feel is going to be a good season is what we'll move on to. Um, Antonio Brown kind of fucked himself again. Um, Did he? He uh, he, uh, apparently in uh, in the previous month of January, which was only a couple days ago, um, had issues at his house down in Miami um, with one of his baby's moms um, coming to the house to try to collect money off of him for his daughter's salon appointment. And he got verbally... High, you know, highfalutin with her and so forth, and apparently, from what the reports come out, that he put two hands on her shoulder areas and pushed her backwards out of the front door of his house, and she fell backwards. Here and there, no charges were filed. Um, the the police report shows because police reports all over the internet. Yeah, I'm not making this up. It's all over the internet. The police report shows that she had um, some scuffs on her wrists and her wrist was sore, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, I mean, he's going to get some shit out of this. Do you think? I mean, I mean, the, the way the NFL has been going with uh, domestic charges, I mean, shit. Ezekiel had, had no charges filed against him. And it was a he said, she said, and the court of law found him completely innocent and walked away from it, but the NFL still fucking suspended him eight games. Okay? Ray yeah. Rice lost his career over actual video of him knocking his girlfriend the fuck out. Okay? Yeah. Um, And the way this has been going, he's getting at least a four-game suspension. Probably. It's, that's what it sounds like to me. Um, Roethlisberger had no charges filed. It was completely he said, she said. There was no evidence, no issues, this and other thing. He got four games. Yeah, um, you know. I just
0: think, AB, like, just pay for the damn salon appointment, dude. You know what I mean? Like, well, and then he. You, you want to have all these kids, and you got all this fucking money. We know you have this money, so just like you're blowing dumb shit. Pay for your damn kids. You know, like Jesus, man. Like, how many people wouldn't like you know, kill to be able to like take their kid like to even like one good hair appointment like for their prom. You know? Exactly. Like one like expensive like not not talking like a great clips here, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm sure yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it wasn't a cheap haircut.
1: Dude, A B probably pays more for his hair appointments.
0: He's got the- a blonde mustache for fuck's sake. Oh, I know. I we mean, talked about this at the Super Bowl. You know, you think he did but, that by himself? You, no. you think he bleached his mustache no, no. over his kitchen? No, sink?
1: AB's hair is always on point every time he he yeah. he, he he staffs his own barber. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know,
0: I mean, my, my first take on it, I, I wasn't even thinking about the suspension. I was just thinking like, that just means, so you know, he's that much less likely to be a Steeler next yeah,
1: year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, now this also drops his trade stock. It drops his trade value. It drops his trade value because you only, you only get he's, 12 games of the motherfucker now Well, because of he, 16. And he's, and he could look at anywhere from a two to four game, uh, uh, we'll, we'll call it a zero to four game suspension. All right. I, and no one, the, the problem is that nobody can
0: say for certain. Well, see, here's what's gonna now, happen because Goodell just kind of seems to be like making it up as he goes along. Um, it's true, but like the precedent that's been set has been at least four games, right? And then maybe you get it appealed now, down to like two or three. Now,
1: also, here's a reverse precedent which sucks, and I hate to think about it this way, but I gotta bring it up because it's a horrible thing. Domestic violence is bad, no matter if you're a Joe Schmo that works at 7 Eleven. For minimum wage, or if you are the highest paid athlete in the NFL, or you're the highest paid CEO in the corporate world. Domestic violence is horrible and bad and shouldn't be done at all. Uh, um, touching, beating, you know, pushing, whatever, women. And it goes for women towards men, too, because we've seen the reverse side of it, just not as much. Um, but it's bad no matter what level you're on. Mm. But think about it this way. You got all these NFL athletes, NBA athletes, NHL, MLB, MLS, World League Soccer, everything. The organizations start cracking down on shit. They get an argument. Matt, you're getting paid $120 million a year from so-and-so, so-and-so football club in England. Mm. And you and your girlfriend get into an argument and whatnot, and you, you push her down a flight of steps, and she ends up breaking her arm or shit. Chances are, any more... A lot of the, the, the girlfriends and wives in this are seeing that, hey, if my husband gets suspended or kicked out of the league, there goes my money. So they're not going to sign the, the, the PFA papers. They're not going to press charges when I. But now the NFL, so you see an AB's case, there's been no charges pressed, she wasn't arrested, this, that, the other thing. It was, uh, I, I scratched myself, this, that, the other thing, whatever. Yeah. But other neighbors and people have seen stuff. But the person that was in the altercation didn't press any issues because if he gets suspended four games, that's $20 million. Yeah. That's not coming into this bank account. That's not going to pay the child support. It's not going to pay the bills for this expensive house. It's not going to pay the gas in my Bentley. And it's not going to pay this, that, the other thing. That's going to be the next big issue right now. I'm telling you right now, and I've already seen it happening. Uh, I already see it happening just it being in the field that I'm in. Yeah. And... Well, it's, it's an
0: interesting issue because I mean, for a lot of reasons, like, you know, it's very important, you know, to avoid physical altercations, like very adults are supposed to be able to handle their shit without hitting each other. Um, that's why you, that's why you reprimand children when they do shit like in -hmm. the playground. Um, for whatever reason, not everybody is able to do that. Correct. Um, now when you're when you're talking about suspensions and like losing money like first of all like one issue here is that like not every state is the same um in some states if like you sign a waiver or like an affidavit that you that you don't want to press charges that's it. Yep. In other states like it doesn't really matter you know because it's like the, the common, it's the commonwealth versus. Yep. You know what I mean? So like if this had happened in in Pennsylvania like it might not be as as much of a like open and shut case legally. Yeah. Um be- because it happened in Florida, like, you know, you know, a- AB's, you know, former partner is able to you know, say that hey, this is all something that I do not want to pursue. And like whether or not the money is involved, like that's I mean, that's another issue. Um, right. You know, like no nobody wants to like damage their livelihood. And on the one hand, like we should not allow people's fear of, like, losing their money, like, keep them in an abusive relationship by any means. Yes. But also, like, we, we should also recognize that, like, the criminal justice system sort of kind Insplo- of exists it. to just fuck people and bankrupt them. Yeah, it's also... And some the, people, the, the some people are better flawed. able to get away with shit because they can pay their fines and shit, you right. know? Like, money and being, like, a rich, wide receiver, like, kind of, like, makes it easier for you to, like, beat up your girlfriend without consequences, you yeah. know, and this and this is why the league, you know, needs to crack down because like they provide the wealth and the power that helps these people avoid consequences, so they need to be able to sort of like right the balance by imposing consequences in
1: house. Exactly.
0: That's my two cents. And your two and cents And that's is... not enough to say on this issue. No, but that's feel not enough. I like we oh, yeah. to go to a
1: break. That's not enough to say on this issue at all. But A and... B just pay for
0: the damn haircuts,
1: man. Yeah. Uh, but but it's something to think about. Mm-hmm. That that you're 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 gonna see a lot less issues because they're not gonna be brought up because the people in a domestic violence situation are going to be like, "If I press charges and get this on him and get that on, him, I-, I ruin his career," but the money's gonna stop coming. Man, they should just and... set up a
0: pension fund for the wives and girlfriends too.
1: <laughs> That's a whole another separate issue. Well,
0: I mean, you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna create these monsters, they should, you know be accountable for what they do.
1: Maybe. All right, folks, we're going to go to break right now and come back with some happy sports talk. Uh, listen to these uh, next few messages from our friends at Sorgatraw Media Studios in Beachview about awesome cast wrestling mayhem and other great uh, podcasts that they host at the studio on Broadway Avenue in Beachview uh, neighborhoods uh, in the city of Pittsburgh. We'll be right back after these few messages. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back for our second uh, portion here of Bold Sports, the Yammer Yager edition, episode 68. So, Matt, we got some good news. Good good news from an organization that uh, made playoffs last year in uh, the USL. Uh, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds are getting ready to start their uh, new season coming up and this Friday February 8th at 7pm the Hounds will host Cleveland State yes that is a college team and Sunday February 10th uh, Gannon University as well a college team at 1pm both games at Highmark Stadium are free to attend to the public for all the preseason matches keep your um, do they have the pub open for the preseason matches I'm sure they do the stadium's open I'm sure they do. I don't see why they wouldn't, because if you're letting people in free, you they need to eat and drink somewhere. Um, now, uh, I was looking previously at the Riverhounds um, schedule, and we went over it briefly, that their home games for the regular season don't actually start till April. Um, I believe it's like the second week in April. But they have four matches on the road away, and they're against teams that are not typically in snowy uh, conditions towards the end of March or the first week of April. Um, I've seen snow in Pittsburgh on my dad's birthday and his birthday is May 1st. So mm-hmm. we know how that goes. Um, it's been a weird winter. But, um... So, having uh You know, but they're going to have... What, what, what I see... Because they don't have the preseason schedule connected to the actual schedule itself. Um, but I have seen that the... Uh, their preseason matches, and a lot of them are at home uh, because the Hounds aren't going to Slippery Rock. They're not going to go to Lehigh, you know, uh, and they play a lot of their uh, – and the Hounds play a lot of the co- college teams and mm. club teams yeah, for preseason. So this is a good warm-up for the college teams playing against a pro team. Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, the USL is not a high-pro league – but now yeah. it's you're still getting paid to play a game. Yeah, it's pro. All right? it is, yeah,
0: these these are pros. Um you know, a lot, a lot of, of them... these guys
1: use this as a stepping stone to the MLS or to sure. the European yeah. leagues or to their home country leagues.
0: Oh my dude. So like um one of the European teams that I follow, Celtic, uh they they signed two of their youth players to like extended contracts. And then they were gonna loan two of them, both of them on. We're gonna go to the states on loan. One of them was supposed to come to uh, Nashville. Okay, this ESL, year. Yeah. But because Nashville is going up to MLS after this season, like the move got
1: rejected because they didn't want Nashville to be like, we want to keep him and buy we, out his contract. No,
0: it was more because MLS wasn't interested in the contract. Okay. So like teams, I guess, have to sort of sacrifice some short term things for this like long term goal. I was looking forward to you know seeing one of the Celtic players, you know, in the flesh. Um it's always it's always good to see American players, you know, making it big in Europe or, you know, players making it from American college to the next level which you know well, for a lot of players is USL. Yeah, or so. the, or
1: or the uh, yeah, it is. Um cuz honestly in soccer, um you know, you play college and whatnot. If you're not good enough to go MLS or go to Europe or go to Asia or mm. um, even into Central and South America, mm. um, USL is your next step. Yeah. Um, to, Honestly, to be able to play a game and get paid.
0: I watched a game this afternoon. It was uh, an FA Cup replay. So this was like, you know, they they play one they play at a, at one team stadium, and if it's tied, then instead of going to kicks or overtime, they bring it back a week later at the other team stadium. And then if it's tied, it goes to overtime. Okay. And I just watched today, Brighton, they got this guy, Glenn Murray, who used to be with Crystal Palace. Every time I see him, he's scoring goals. I don't know why Crystal Palace got rid of him, but he's playing for Brighton now, who's like, Crystal Palace's big rival. But Glenn Murray actually came from Wilmington in the USL. I mean, he's an English guy, but he somehow ended over here, playing in Wilmington, you know went from Wilmington back to England and you know, he's scoring hat tricks and he's, he scored two goals in overtime of an FA cup game today to send his team on to the next round. So like, you know, you never know, like a good player can end up in your USL stadium. Um, you know, go check him out. You you don't know if like the next Glenn Murray is like bouncing around in that league right now or not, unless you go watch. So like, I'm looking forward to Riverhounds, uh, I I've been getting a lot of mileage out of my ESPN Plus subscription since soccer yep, season yep. never ends, um, and there's a lot of good stuff on there, including you know MLS and USL.
1: Uh, also, uh, just real quick, I checked the weather. Uh, Friday night, uh, it, your high is at forty degrees. that's during the day, and then the temps fall down at night. Um, and then Sunday, uh, it's an afternoon match. Uh, you're thirty eight degrees, call it forty. Like yeah, you're so down, it's you're, not you're you're down in the river. I it's not it. great soccer weather. Um, no, but um it's a free match. Yeah. And if you're completely into soccer, like I know I mean Sunday afternoon, Matt, you now there's a free match. Mm-hmm. And depending on how your Saturday night went and whatnot, um, I know you'd be apt to uh, you know, uh, throw a pair of flannel pants on underneath a pair of jeans and two pair of socks and mm-hmm. and a couple uh and a, and my, a, my
0: my fat pants that, that go on over my snow pants yeah yeah your yeah. fat
1: pants going on over your snow pants and, and a couple shirts and a couple layers and mm-hmm. go on down with some gloves and drink a beer and watch some preseason soccer I mean you're yeah. gonna be watching the River Hounds against Gannon but you know what you're Gannon snow, that's where my brother went yeah you're, and then you can browse your fucking brother the yeah. whole time when the Hounds beat his college team and then he's gonna come back and be like but they're a pro team man you know? yeah right whatever um, but no, nah, so I mean, there's a chance that. Gannon basketball is pretty shit, good. I don't know. So- I don't know about Gannon
0: soccer, but Gannon basketball is decent.
1: You know, Sunday I was thinking about going down to um, uh, uh, the David Allora's Convention Center for World of car Wheels show. for World of Wheels. Now that's the thing to do. You know, it's indoors. It's
0: well, indoors. You know, um, you get to look at cars. get to Look at cars. I get to, mm-hmm. I get to
1: meet John Schneider. Oh yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but I I've mean, never been to the car show. It's awesome. I go pretty much every year. I would, I would, I would like to go. Sure, so we're we're thinking about doing brunch at uh, Smallman Galley. so very nice. Uh, so <laughs> and then go to the car show afterwards. Thanks. Uh, that's 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 the plan right now. Depending on how Saturday goes, um, depending yeah. on how Saturday goes exactly. I worked eighteen hours on Saturday. Yeah, so you know
0: you might not feel like it. So
1: I might not wake up until two.
0: You might. Ha- I hope you don't, but you might have one of those days where you just need to like you know Dirt. inject
1: whiskey into your, directly into your veins <laughs> you know my schedule comes out tomorrow for next week let's see what monday has in tail <laughs> but yeah. you are correct there are i might be like you know what fuck it i'll go to small magali for brunch on several on very few hours of sleep and drink some breakfast cocktails and then have some great food and then go to the convention center and then go to like leaf and bean and smoke a cigar and drink some whiskey and yeah. I, I, it, 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 it's all wide open yeah um just make uh,
0: sure you lock your phone before you go to the car show so you don't like <laughs> no i gonna... don't accidentally buy a bugatti with like apple pay <laughs> because you had like a little buzz on and no sleep
1: <laughs> do i look like richard rawlings to you
0: uh, <laughs> hey man, like credit credit companies don't care.
1: Uh, yeah, they, they they'll gladly
0: turn your ass over to. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. The collection agency. I had
1: a Bugatti for forty eight hours. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> Most speeding tickets I've ever gotten in my life.
1: Right, and then the bank came and took the car back. I still owe the speeding tickets. Um, Cheaper than the payments, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so the Hounds they're starting to kick off here in preseason. Their training camp opened up this past Monday. Um. Yeah, so Monday. Yeah, we're we're on Wednesday now, right? So yeah, so two days ago, training camp opened up. Uh, and they're getting ready. They're starting their preseason, uh, getting it in, and then regular season games start at the end of um, uh, and end of March. Yeah. So yeah, we're good to go. Uh, soccer season in Pittsburgh is coming right around, and they usually yeah. end up playing one to two games a week. Mm-hmm. I think at the beginning of the season, it's one game a week, and then they have that. Um what's that cup? The and Open the, Cup starts The open and then cup, they'll have midweek. And then they have midweek cup and then, matches. and then after that is whenever they have like a match on like a Tuesday and a match on a Saturday mm-hmm. or a Sunday. Uh and then they get to two matches a week. Um I'm looking at my birthday weekend.
0: They're home. That's so I'm, good. I'm, look, I'm looking at that and then uh I'd, I'd like to make the road trip down to Loudon County. Well, you have friends down the there. They stay they got with. the Loudon County United.
1: Yeah, that's a new team for them this yeah. year in the USL. And then you have friends down there so you have mm-hmm. at least a place to stay yep you got couple a couch places, to sleep on
0: a couple couple couches you know uh
1: you know that's hey there because no, hey. i
0: have one one friend in like maryland and one friend in virginia so we usually just like meet in dc Right, you yeah. know,
1: but if the game's in, but if you're staying somewhere, stay the one closest to the stadium. Obviously, um, like couch surfers, I couch surf this weekend, man. I went to my buddy's house for a Super Bowl, and a man is like, "I'm not picking you up." I'm like, "I don't like, blame Surf's you." Surfs up, dude. I'm like, "I don't blame you." I'm taking the, I'm taking the black couch, um, the the Nyquil couch is. Yeah. Uh, Nick has a. Uh, Four-cushion tuck-and-roll leather sofa. And if you don't know what tuck-and-roll means, it means you have to tuck and roll to get the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, once you get on that couch and anybody who, like, lays on that couch, you are out in, like, within five minutes. That's why it's known. As, not only is it black, it's known as the blackout couch. Nice. <laughs> so that's that. That's how I spent my Sunday. Well, I didn't sleep Sunday uh, That at Nick's house. I slept late. Sunday night or early Monday morning, however you want to look at it. Um, but yeah, it's a good time. How's, how about the uh, Pens, man? They're, they're uh, right Sliding now. Sliding again,
0: right? and not in a good way. Right? Not the, like uh, the cute way that Penguins slide on their bellies. I
1: know, right? The Pens are a tale of two teams right now. After the bye week and the All-Star break, uh, the Pens are 2-3. Are and three. They put up uh, they put up stellar games over top of the Lightning and the Senators. Uh, but they had bad losses over the Devils, which is the game I was at. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto, and the Hurricanes uh here at home. Or sorry, was that yes, that was no, home. Good. It was, it was, last, night. Night. It was yeah. last night. It was last yeah. night. It was A's night. Um, the Pens do head to Florida to take on the Panthers and the Lightning, then they head back up north to Philly
0: take on Derek Brassard and the Panthers. Yeah, Derek
1: Brassard and um, Riley Sheahan. Riley Sheahan and, uh, and and I the Panthers and right. and the Panthers. They go up to Tampa for a little bit. They go up there to take on the Lightning. They head back north to Philly. They're gonna take on the Philadelphia Flyers, and we get to see Gritty again. Gritty. Um, and then they come home uh, with the Oilers in town on the 13th for an eight o'clock Wednesday night rivalry game on NBC Sports. And I don't know why that's considered an NBC. Night, an NBC sport, like I don't know why. Who's that? the rival? Uh, Oilers. Penn's Oilers. Yeah, I don't know why that's a Wednesday night rivalry night.
0: Game. Um, because the star system in place. They'll probably talk about, you know, what's his name? McDavid. Connor McDavid. Versus Crosby. Yeah. And draw parallels all night between the Gretzky-Lemieux rivalry.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Even though, you know, Lemieux's best years sort of overlapped with Gretzky being with the Kings and not so much the Oilers. But I guess... That's neither here nor there. I'm sure they'll talk about it. I'm sure they'll talk about it Anything to keep Pierre from, like, making comments about women's hockey players.
1: You know what? He didn't... Okay. You know what? And and you want to stop back about that game for a minute. I watched that game, and I watched the beginning of that. Uh, Pierre probably should have chosen a better choice of words. He Um, was, like,
0: basically, like, get me a sandwich, and um, this is hockey, babe. You know,
1: um, (laughs) now I understand how his words chosen were not necessarily the best. Yeah. Um... Now, he's just
0: a weird guy, I think,
1: part of it. She did you know? not have Is he any... married? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't shock um, me if he's not, just because like, she... all he talks about is obscure uh, uh, hockey players
1: from like the Western League. But but she didn't have an issue with it. No. Uh, because she's known Pierre for yeah. years, and what the hell is her name? Co- Cohen? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's got two last names. Yeah. Uh, her maiden name and then her husband's name. Um, And it'll come back to me here in a little bit. We talked about her... Uh, the last podcast.
0: We talked about her, like, impressive achievements. Yes. Uh, and she I didn't had... realize that there was, like, a Twitter drama, but I should have just assumed yeah, yeah, of that course there, there was, was a Twitter drama. Um,
1: and then she's like, she didn't even think twice about it. Mm-hmm. She's like, look, um, you know... Uh, The comments were said, you know, and, and now being on the outside, looking in, I can see how somebody could get offended by those comments. It didn't really offend me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've known Pierre for years. We've always had a great relationship together. You know, somebody that Pierre's like, I can see how those comments would get miskewed. Um, and whatnot
0: well like yeah i mean uh, it, it might not have offended her but it probably offended anyone who was like listening and paying attention and it, sensitive it, it, about it, that kind it, of thing it, it, it offended and Pierre's other... job isn't just to like make nice with the other people on the broadcast right. like he's supposed to be appealing to the audience watching the show so and this
1: was her first time broadcasting a game and yeah. she even said i had jitters going in i had you know my butterflies flipping around my and stomach i mean and... we've
0: we've come a long way from the like you know, like, baseball players, like, threatening to, like, you know, like, rape women because they're trying to do their job in the locker room. So, it's like... That was you Lawrence know, Taylor. Be, well, no, but I mean, I, I mean, there, there are stories about baseball. Like, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You know, it's not really, like, the best of what, like, people can be. Uh, no, this, no. This was not that. No, this was and not that. And it's, it's important that, like, Pierre, like... You know, be mindful of who his audience is. I guess, um, especially because there a lot
1: of young ladies tuning in that game to yeah. see her announce a game. Plus, and to be he, an analyst.
0: Plus, most people hate Pierre to begin with, so he's like already kind of got the deck stacked against well, him. Well, there was people on there. Like, says, if if he got on there and was like Santa Claus is good, like I think that there are some Pens fans well, who would find a way to take issue well, with that well, just because that, they don't well, like Pierre Maguire.
1: Well, there's people sitting there and says, can't this guy find a GM job or front office job with a team already and get him off the air? Dude, he was a GM. He they was, almost made him the Penguins GM. He was a GM for the Penguins. But they almost brought him back. I mean yeah. like I mean before he, they got Rutherford. I mean he, he the, the Stanley Cup ring he wears that people mm-hmm. look like, was how's he where did his championship ring come from?" Mm-hmm. It was a 1992 Pens GM. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean that's where you got a Stanley Cup ring from. I mean I don't know if he might have been a GM At that point. I think Craig Patrick was still GM. Yeah. He might have been AGM. But here and there. That's that's uh, definitely something. He still got his name on a fucking cup.
0: I mean, you know. Assistant general manager does more work than, like, wide receiver who got, like, suspended again. True. To earn that ring. Not that I have a problem with it, like we already covered. But, you know, these rings, like, gives a shit. Well, but what, are, what are those rings going to be good for when, when the shit hits the fan you, see, though, in hockey, like, you though, might not have time see, to you know, in that hockey soccer. though
1: it might not necessarily be the ring it's the name on the cup mm-hmm. because in hockey there's only so many rooms for name on the cup and they mm-hmm. give out rings to players that yeah. your name's not on the cup but you plus still if hockey get a players ring.
0: all wore rings like someone would die because they just punch each other in the head all the time there's that. There's rings.
1: There's that. They are heavy. You know? Yeah. If you've ever been punched in the face with somebody wearing a ring on, you understand. Let me
0: guess. Like some penguin punched you in the face. Once. No. <laughs> you know how it feels. No.
1: Okay. No. But I've I've been I've taken my fair share of hits, and and you know some some people wear rings. Some do. Yeah. I
0: don't fuck with people who wear them though. Not usually. Yeah. I try not to, but occasionally yeah. you have to. Yeah. And you're like it's gonna hurt. That's but... why I never talk shit about anyone's wife.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that should be a good rule to have. Cause, cause husbands wear rings and rings hurt. Yeah, that's a good rule to have. I mean, I split somebody's. I, I I wore a ring for a while and I split somebody's head open with it. Yeah, well, I'm
0: also just a nice guy who doesn't like start shit, but I also don't punch people. So
1: you know, I'm not one to start a fight, but I'll have to. Fight. I'll fight. I end them. I know. I hear you. You know, that's 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 what I tough mean, people say. I, I'm not one to start a fight, but <laughs> if I have to, I'll get down in there and I might not win it, but I'm gonna at least. Throw my best that I can while I'm in it. Yeah, um, and I only start fights when I'm talking stupid, uh, which isn't very often anymore. By the I way, know. We're, we're good boys we're, now. We've been good boys for a while. Good boys. Uh, also, in the NHL news this week? Uh, Alex Ovechkin. Um, talk about this guy uh, a couple times on this podcast. We talk about we, him
0: every week. Well, not every. We week, love him, but he's uh, the official Russian of bold sports. Yeah, Sorry,
1: right. Gino. Okay, we're he's, uh, okay. No. Um, but no, we talk about him a lot because he's accomplishing a lot and it's, and he's in the, um, the high side of the downside of his career, I would think. Yeah. Um, he's still close to the top of the mountain. He's still close. To, yeah. He's at the top of the mountain, but he's on his way down. Um, as hockey careers go for guys that are over 30, mm. um, Al became the highest scoring Russian born player after his goal last night, topping Sergei Fedorov on the list. Mm-hmm. And there's a fun stat for you. The high
0: that I I've heard that means a lot to him. Yeah, it does. Um you know, to be the the highest scoring Russian. Yeah. Like I guess, you know, he probably knows that it's a tall order to catch Gretzky, so he probably won't be the highest scoring player ever. No. But he could be second. He could be. He could be second. He could be top five. The highest scoring player, not named Gretzky, someday. Goals anyway. Right. Not this. This was points. Was what he surpassed last night. Yeah. Most points. Most points of any Russian player. Yeah. Okay, so that's big. To, uh, from what I understand, that's really big to him. It um, is. It, it should be. You know, he's he's got his cup. Um, there's no other Russian player who has produced more offense than he has. He might not, you know, I mean, win how, as many, many cups as Fedorov.
1: How many? Um, God, I hope he doesn't win as many cups as Fedorov. Yeah, right. These next Seriously. years are going to be difficult. If exactly. Especially case. being Penns fans. Um, uh, how many uh, uh, Rocket Richard trophies has he won? How many? Um, uh, what's the scoring title? trophy it, That's What's not, the rocket Richard? is goals uh, uh, art Ross is for points art Ross yeah is for, how many art Ross trophies has he won I, don't know. I mean Malkins won a couple yeah um Malkins won heart trophies mm-hmm. you know um Matt's got Google going on over here he's um, uh Safari oh he uses safari <laughs> you know same difference different different line um, I am googling it <laughs> just Right, yeah. Uh, I
0: just had to go into but, Safari, I'm not uh, using the Google app. You know, Alexander Mihailovich Ovechkin. Nice. Oh man, what a great Russian name!
1: you ever see the the Americans? So he, so he's Alex, so he's Alex Michael Ovechkin. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, is how that transfers into. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I... no Mihailovich means like son of Michael,
0: I think, or son of Mikhail. I believe that's how it I believe that's how it works in Russian right yeah the like the ovich means like it's like uh you know it's like it's like how they tie you to your family sorta of. so like even you know even if you were like a girl like and you get married and like take some other dude's last name you've still got like a middle name that would like suggest like who your parent is right because that shit matters you know but uh anyway ovechkin honors awards and achievements
1: I mean, he, he's he got some, some high ones in there.
0: He has an asteroid named after him. Ooh! Asteroid number 257261 Ovechkin was named in his honor by Leonid Elenin, who I guess is, like, uh, some Russian astronomer. So, you know what, kids? Like, study science, like, pay attention in school, and maybe someday you'll be able to name an asteroid after, like, frickin' mitch keller or something God, or you God can really name enough. it
1: after austin matthews who uh did sign the uh Chona maple leaf signed yeah. him to a 11.65 million dollar a year extension uh so multiply that by four uh he should just buy his own asteroid <laughs> and then uh so he's five years uh now because this is a four-year extension uh that he is locked up uh up there in toronto uh, now, I hope, for this kid's sake, that Toronto builds a team around him, and not like whenever they had Phil Kessel in Toronto, mm. and Phil Kessel was the guy and the only guy, um, and that's why Phil Kessel had the goals and the numbers and this, that, and the other thing, but didn't succeed in Toronto because of them not putting a team around him.
0: Yeah, but that was just destiny. You know, like I truly believe that like the muses were like whispering in, you know, the Toronto brass's ear. Like, you know, the plan w- was all along for Phil Kessel to come to Pittsburgh to become a Stanley Cup champion twice, twice, twice. Only Pittsburgh
1: has the Phil like, Kessel is two... the devotion to hockey. Well, oh, Phil Kessel's two and one uh for Stanley Cup championships while being in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I mean his his average right there for being in Pittsburgh and having Stanley Cups is higher than most. I just um, don't care about the Maple Leafs that much.
0: Um great for them that they've signed up a player long term who's important for them. And he's a young um, guy,
1: he's like 21. I mean they
0: it's it's crazy. It's like it seems to me like okay, so like Maple Leafs like, the scene, the culture around the Maple Leafs. It's, like, the way that, like, New Yorkers love the Knicks. Right. Times, like, a million. Plus, yeah. you've got the fact that it's, like, they're kind of all of Canada's team in a way. So, they sort of bear the, well, the same between, kind of... Be,
1: well, well, it's because the Hockey Hall of Fame's there. Yeah. Um, now, I've been to... Uh, so, when we were kids, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, the Pantages Theater... In the Toronto, glorious Pantages Theater uh held the um Family Opera mm-hmm. for it seemed like ever. Yeah, everyone um, I know
0: except for like my school went on the eighth grade trip <laughs> to see Phantom in Toronto. Right. We went to Wheeling Park and played nine holes of golf.
1: Right? Uh, kind well, of better. <laughs> all boys Catholic school. That's no I, awesome.
0: no, I went to a co ed oh, elementary that's school. That's right, that's right. Um the eighth grade trip was the between the eighth grade picnic and the first week of college, I never talked to one girl my whole life. See, my,
1: my, my, my school, we did a sixth grade field trip was to DC and we didn't have another like all school field trip to our senior year. Um, but, uh, but no. So like my family and whatnot, we went to like Canada and went to go see the family opera because, uh, that was also the time where the Canadian dollar was well, well under Mm. the American dollar. Um, so going to New York for a weekend, being a Pittsburgh family, and going to the uh, family opera on Broadway uh, was not going to happen. Being mm-hmm. the fact they were like $200 tickets in Manhattan, plus your hotel and drive time and this, that, and the other thing, which for a family of three in my uh, area here was probably a good 1500 hour weekend in the mid-90s. Early 90s. Not not feasible at that point in time. But we could drive to Toronto and half the time as it would take to drive to New York, go to the Pantages Theater in Toronto, and, oh wait, we got Canadian money now. Uh, which, at that point in time, was 60 cents to the dollar. Uh, so, money went a lot further. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, got to see there but while i was there got to go to the hockey hall of fame and also got to go the old toronto maple leaf gardens oh wow which um and got tickets i don't know who they were i can't remember who they were playing but what i can remember is we sat in the upper level seats we were two rows from the top and you remember the old civic arena where like if you sat in e or f if you sat in f you were really up there but if you sat in e And the person's chair, like their head was literally at your shins. And if you moved your foot, you kicked the back of their chair. But if you moved your foot up like three or four inches, you would have kicked the back of their head. And Maple Leaf Gardens, if you moved your foot off the cement, you kicked the back of their head. (laughs) Like that's how steep it was. It was steep. Yeah. Like my mom, like now, goes to, uh, uh, well, I've taken my mom to several games at um, PBG Paints Arena and she she's like and i had the upper level seats for years and i don't have them anymore but um she'd be like all right we're going down i'm going down i'm going up once all right mom that's cool i'm gonna go out at intermissions and go to the bathroom and get this get that tell me what you want and i'll bring it back for you and she would just sit in a seat and you know whatever um but yeah you want to talk about steep that shit was steep. <laughs> that's awesome that you got to see that. Uh, I mean... And that was when it was like a twelve thousand seat arena. Yeah. You know now Maple Leaf Gardens is is you know twenty thousand you know seats. They built this huge arena, but well old... Maple Leaf
0: Gardens is like a isn't it like a Home Depot now or something? Well, the old one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The old um, one's like a shopping center. I know my dad pointed it out to me when we were there, but we didn't go inside or anything, so that's cool. Yeah, um, I took a tour of the Skydome. Ah. Oh, and how about. I
1: still want to stay in the hotel in Skydome. We
0: couldn't. We couldn't. They're like, usually we let you see the locker rooms because it was a. Uh, we were there in like August, but the Blue Jays were on the road. And they're like, usually when the Blue Jays are on the road, we'd take the tours through the locker rooms. But we can't right now because they're hosting an NFL preseason game this weekend. Huh. And the locker rooms are currently occupied by. The Bills. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> and the New England Patriots. Ah I shit you not. Man. Like I didn't get to go inside like the same locker room where Cito Gaston used to like talk to the Toronto media <laughs> because of the frickin' Browns and the frickin' Patriots. And Joe Carter. Yeah, man. Uh, Joe Carter. Shit. Uh, George Bell George Bell. back in the day. Yeah. Pat Hentgen. Yeah. Canadian baseball at its finest, man. When they used to have two teams, you know what I was? I was actually thinking I might like to ride up there. You know how they always play like the one last preseason game in Montreal before the regular season starts. They do and I forget. And the Pirates played in it one year because like Russell Martin, he's very popular. Yeah, he's a you know, French Canadian guy. player. So yeah. uh, that'd be. I've never been to Montreal. I'd like to go to Montreal um i have reasons to be up in new england anyway a lot of the time so um you know why the hell not make a road trip and like maybe go see some baseball at the old olympic stadium
1: if you do a road trip up there i'm gonna give you a handful of breweries you need to bring beer back for me yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna make you into a mule well i don't Um, know if we're gonna have
0: like an open border at that point like, well, to, you know, sure. There can might, there eat, might can be sh- like there might be a trade war against Canadian breweries at that point. Oh, so. yeah, well, 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 I was talking about happens. the ones that were in
1: New England. Yeah, more than the ones that were in Canada. Oh, in New Canada. England. Yeah, well, you, you the, get into Vermont. That's all I need to know. You get into Vermont, I can get you where you need to be. Well, I'm not
0: taking beer from Vermont
1: into Canada. No, 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 no. When you come back from
0: no, when I come back, I'm coming.
1: Oh, you're going to go up to England first, then go into Canada, yeah, and man. then come back. Oh. Dude, I'm from
0: Pittsburgh. You never come back from a place the same way that you got there. I know. That's why you
1: go (laughs) up to Canada first, then come back through Vermont and all that other bullshit. Nah. Damn it, you're fucking up my beer. Gotta go to Boston first, man. I know. Well, there's that. Yeah. That's your NHL news right there, other than the Penguins, uh, that are having uh, some issues. And we'll see if they get that fixed out. Because they're just looking like a team that's not not, uh, gelling right now. I know they had some new acquisitions. Um, give it time. Give it time. But you're under 30 games left in the season. Yeah. This is the time you need to make a push to be in the top three in your division. Okay. They currently aren't in the top three in their division.
0: They know what to do. They know. What they to they do. don't need us.
1: Not, they don't need us. They know what to do.
0: I think that um, you know it's going to be some entertaining games down the stretch. I think anybody who's you know worried about the resale value of their tickets um you know like they kind of cratered for a minute there but i think things are looking up um so if you got tickets go and if you got something else to do that night sell them to someone who's going to scream their head off and sit in their seat and and not hang out at the bar like they're at slap shots watching the game on tv
1: right right because i can tell you whenever uh i went to that game with shiloh and we've mentioned this before. Whether it's the Steeler game, the Penguin game, those club seats, mm. you get in there, you sit in a seat, you look around. The seats are empty. Everybody's mm. up in the fucking club hanging out. I don't get it. But uh, and we and and we stayed till the very end when the whistle blew, and I got to see the three stars. And That's all what's that, fun.
0: You know, I like to see the three stars. Yeah, you know, my my dad always liked to leave early from things. Well, because you had to drive back to Squirrel Hill and... With three kids in with tow. three, yeah. You know, so, like, as an adult, like, I always just make it a point to stay no, yeah. matter, no matter what. Until, until they come, and they actually did, like, at the Radiohead concert, we're like, sir, you gotta have to go. leave now.
1: You're like, but man, I'm, in, I'm inhaling this great fog that's in the arena.
0: And there was, like, nobody <laughs> else. No, but it was just cool because there was, like, nobody else in the seats. There were just people, like, tearing down the stage and it was cool to see it that empty you know ha- having been there for sell out hockey games to be like the only person it was like oh, I was kind of like taking it in and they're like no nope. no you really gotta leave
1: and at that point we are actually gonna leave and We're take then. a break right now uh, you can uh, find out what's going on with our friends at Sorgachar Media Studios in Beach U with the several podcasts that they produce other than ours here at Bold Sports Pittsburgh and uh, also don't forget um, Slice Off Broadway uh, great pizza, it's awesome They have several locations around the city You have the Slice on Broadway, the original in Beachview The East Slice on Broadway in Carnegie As well as PNC uh, Park, the home of the Pittsburgh Pirates And also out in the East and in the East Liberty So check out Slice on Broadway They're always ranked in the top pizza shops in the city Great pizza, great service uh, Always the perfect pepperoni pie We'll be right back after these messages From our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back. And Matt and I on the break, we're sitting here going over, he's pulling up Ovechkin's stats and I was pulling up Fedorov stats. And, and our conclusion <laughs> is that they were both great. <laughs> They're both really, really good hockey players uh, and so forth, uh, especially with... Uh, personal achievements trophies and so forth there's heart Memorial uh trophies in there there's the uh you know uh, several other trophies in there Stanley cups of course are 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 different uh, right now and uh, shit, Sergey is only 59 man or sorry 49 49 49
0: I <laughs> Fifty nine, man.
1: Yeah, forty nine. So that's why, like, you see a picture of Sergei Fedorov right now, and you're like, man, that motherfucker can still play. Look at that head of hair. Mm. <laughs> that head of hair says you can still
0: play hockey. <laughs> Do you imagine I, how what he'd look like if he wasn't a hockey player and he was just like a regular Russian guy, though?
1: Yeah, who knows?
0: Living, living, in, living in that country, man. I don't I, know if I, I have it. I don't know if I have what it takes to be a Russian dude. Uh yeah, so like I have been drinking a little more vodka than usual, right? But uh, yeah, it's yeah. So small so he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: Fedorov is uh, uh, all rookie team ninety one, all first all star team ninety four, several all star games since then with multiple years KHL in there as well. Um, super skills all star game winner, fastest skater, hardest shot, multiple years. Hart Memorial Trophy, Lester B. Pearson Award, Selkie Trophy, uh, Master of Sport, um, Karbalov Trophy, that's a Russian one, obviously, Faith Awards, uh, or Faith Towards Hockey Award, uh, Player of the Year, uh, three time Stanley Cup champion, 97, 98, and 02. President's Trophy winner, he was on the team's 95, 96, 02. Um, Campbell bowl winner, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's a great achievement for Alex Ovechkin to um, surpass Fedorov, who is obviously the first great Russian player Mm -hmm. um, to come to the U.S. Uh, Fatisov was the first known Russian player come to the U.S. and how he defected and so forth. And by the way, have you watched that Red Army? No. Uh, No, man. Dude.
0: I looked it up. I added it to my watch list (laughs) like three weeks ago when you told me about it. Like as soon as I got home. Get on it. And I just, you don't understand, man. Like you gotta. I know. That's like a. Every time. Do you know, do you think that the hockey documentary about the Russian army is what gets picked when I say like, hey, babe. Here's my watch list. Like pick anything from that <laughs> oh. list. Cuz I got a I got everything on there. Oh, I, know. I got everything on there from westerns to sports documentaries to superhero movies to like freaking Pokemon. Right?
1: Um and I'm sure and uh, and I'm sure like, you know, um you know when when the misses is like, "Oh, let's watch The Sting." And you're like, well, that's a great fucking movie, because yeah. it's Robert Redford. No, 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 and that's the thing, like, I mean, there, there, are,
0: there are exceptions, like, I, I, you know, I've been through a, yet another, you know, Love Actually season has come and gone. Um, I survived it without clawing my eyes out. Um, but she generally picks, like, darker, bleaker, more violent movies than even I would pick
1: oh so do you so, feel for your life sir no Do we need to have an intervention no it's just no. like you know like I'm, okay we, that's good that's all know, i need i
0: i just you know like when i'm when i'm by myself i watch comedies right like i i'm, I'm so,
1: so one of the days whenever you, whenever you take the missus to work and then you're back at home and you're like i have three hours to kill before i need to take a nap before i needed to go to work
0: that's amazing where did i get three hours from
1: oh wow well, where did that what did you do <laughs> I know, right? We're, we're always so. Busy.
0: If you can pull like extra hours out of your ass like that, man, then like, dude.
1: I mean, we're recording at fucking quarter to two in the morning. We've been recording yeah. for an hour and a half, so like, I understand. Trust me, I understand time consumption. <laughs> Do you? Because that's good. Like, not everyone does.
0: A lot of people don't understand what they're doing to mine.
1: Yeah, they're they're consuming my time. There's a there's a lot of stuff that like people are like. Oh, have you watched this episode? Have you watched this series on Netflix? I'm like what's netflix and they're like what i'm like no i know what netflix is i'm being facetious like i don't have time to sit down and like watch like that whole thing about binge watching i'd have to do it literally in one day and not have anything else on my plate to do that's a true binge like dishes or you know um laundry uh you know clean up after the cat i mean Still is not a big high maintenance, um, friend.
0: But well, for a princess, she's she's pretty down to earth. I yeah, would say. right.
1: She is. Um, but like, I don't really have like eight to like ten hours a day to just sit on the couch and watch a show. And people will be like, but you'll sit at a bar and watch like fifteen basketball games from like. 10 o'clock in the morning until, like, midnight. I'm like, well, that's research. <laughs> First of all, you don't actually do that. Uh, twice a year. Oh, for that. I mean, <laughs>
0: that's, I mean, that's, like, part that, of the culture now, you right? Know? It's like yeah. a holiday.
1: Um, yeah, it's like the Thursday and Friday of the 64 tournament are, like, wait, you mean you're supposed to go to work on that Thursday and Friday and do work yeah. and not call off a request off to go sit at a bar with your buddies and drink? three dollar beers all day and watch basketball from 11 in the morning until well after midnight <laughs> sorry so anyway friend. your
0: your digression about how you don't have a lot of time to binge on, yeah right on netflix shows right um yeah turn- just kind of underscores your point that i should watch the red army
1: uh you know what i did see the red army at Dormont theater so uh, and You don't have a great deal of time for these yeah, kind of sort of things, but it's but it is but great, it's worth it. It is worth it. it well, is well, as a busy it.
0: guy myself,
1: I know you're. you're I'm gonna
0: about... I'm gonna take the plunge and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that movie sometime this weekend.
1: As you should, as you should, sir. You should have watched it at Dormont Theater. where We can take your own six pack in and chill. Well, you know I can take my own six pack to my house. Uh, that's true. You can take a you case. You take t- 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 whatever you want. Yeah. Bottle of bourbon. Call it a day. Call it a day. Um. So, uh, another thing that got called today was Pitt Basketball yesterday uh, dropped another ACC uh, game uh, to Wake Forest. Uh, In the final second, sticking down, Wake Forest passed the ball underneath for an easy layup. Pitt defense was nowhere to be found. Um, That was
0: to force the overtime, yeah?
1: Yeah, it did. Uh, uh, That tied the game and went to overtime, which the Demon Deacons took full advantage of. Uh, And then they had key three-pointers in that overtime uh, to win the game outright 78-76. to 76. Tough um, loss. Tough loss. Uh, the schedule doesn't get any easier, though, for the Panthers. NC State comes into town, uh, then they head out to BC next week, and we will have another podcast after that BC game. So, really?
0: ACC is a tough conference. Um, Pitt's better than they were last year.
1: They are. And that's what I want to get into is Pitt is better than they are last year. Jeff Capel. Coming in, uh, who's a Duke alum, who's a Duke guy, coach with Shazeski, uh, Coach K. Sorry, I probably didn't pronounce it properly, and I don't think anybody ever can. Um, he He's now the head coach of Pitt. He's got some of those ties where he had down the south and so forth, um, bringing in some recruits. Um, the team is better by far now than they were underneath Stallings.
0: Yeah. Um the wins and losses have improved but more importantly like the attitude. Yeah, the, the um the, the, I'm not don't... saying the players had a bad attitude under yeah, Stallings. Yeah, but, but the, I'm, I'm more quit. saying Stallings had a bad attitude and it rubbed off on his players to the extent that they like didn't want to play for the guy. Right. Um like yeah, he did have that thing where he like didn't he like swear at a fan or something? in defense oh, of one of his players. he up cursed out of fans. And that's, that was, like, really embarrassing. That was the only, I think, like, thing that he did that really inspired confidence in, like, fans, that he was, like, willing well, he, to go to bat for his players. Like, he would throw them under the bus in press conferences when, like, asked to explain what went wrong. Um, and that's that's not a You can't build a program on, like, 16 weeks of, like, shade thrown at you in a press conference, and then he, like, punches a guy once on your behalf and calls it a day. Right. You know, like, you gotta have, like, more of a family-type atmosphere than that. So, um, so far, like, I like Capel, and he's he's got, you know, he's still got his three-year window to get his own recruits. he does. Um, we're not saying Pitt's gonna be taking one-and-done guys anytime soon, so, like, a three-year window, you'll, you know, eventually have, like, some... You know, sophomores, juniors, and seniors to complement whatever superstar recruiting class he gets in his fourth year. That is true. That's an optimistic take, but like that's a very optimistic. Why be take. negative, man? Why be negative? You I mean, know? I mean, he's it's taking, the ACC. Like we he, didn't expect them to come out. Well, well and beat he's Duke taking a North team Carolina out. He, right away.
1: He's taking the team out of the basement of the ACC. He's taking the job in the ACC that nobody wanted for mm-hmm. an ACC team um, for basketball. Uh, you know, Narduzzi took mm-hmm. a team in the ACC a job that nobody wanted, and he gets hired. Uh, you know, and and he's done an amazing job with with the program, um, especially getting to the ACC title game this year. Now, granted, here's the negative on that is that Pitts in the ACC Coastal Conference, the Coastal Conference of the ACC. Which is a shit conference, yeah. Uh, for football, not necessarily basketball, um, but for football, yeah. We I mean, they um, they play
0: good good teams, you know. You play, know they play they've got Syracuse twice teams. a year, yeah. Maybe they've got the Tar Heels, the Blue Devils, yeah. Um,
1: yeah Wake Forest, uh, NC Virginia State, Tech, NC State twice, Virginia Tech yeah. twice. I mean, Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, Virginia. I mean, yeah. So so Pitt's it's a playing tough Pitt, Pitt's playing Duke once, uh, UNC once, uh, Syracuse twice, Boston College twice. They're playing uh, NC yeah, NC State twice. They're playing Virginia, Virginia Tech twice. Uh, Wake Forest once, Notre Dame twice, uh, Louisville twice. Uh, you know, for basketball, for football, um, they're playing. Uh, you know, their coastal conference and other teams, and they're not even playing their full coastal conference at all. Uh, the ACC is rather large now, so basketball is where they play the two and three times type thing. Yeah. Um, and we've talked before where the ACC has uh, helped out the smaller uh, programs where uh, uh, baseball, uh-huh. uh, softball, um, track and field, wrestling, um, where that's helped them out. Where where Pitt was perennials in the Big East in wrestling, uh-huh. and and volleyball and so forth. Uh, but now you get in the ACC and baseball and softball. Shit, uh, ACC baseball and softball's been s- uh, way above par um, for years. Uh, and then Pickets and they're and they're they're playing up. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're doing well. Um, but those aren't the money makers for the school the money makers are football and basketball Um, Capel's coming in he's doing a good job again I I think honestly he's doing a great job personally Uh, and he's going to get those recruits he's out recruiting when Pitt's not playing uh, he's out recruiting he's got assistant coaches that can take over a practice and be like hey I gotta go to this kid's house in Jersey Uh, I'll be back or, I gotta go to this kid's house in Florida. I'll be back. Um, you know, uh, and then he's got assistant coaches that... He says, hey, you go you go here. Mm. And, and I'll run to practice and go get this kid here. You know? Uh,
0: Just don't text them.
1: Yeah, right? Don't text no them. No
0: texting, um, you know, if if he's like, you know, suffering from heat exhaustion, you can't buy him water... Yeah, you know you gotta you gotta go get water from the Passaic River, dump it on them. That's how you you know, being a bit facetious, but you know the whole recruiting. Yeah. There's there's a lot that goes into it, and you gotta you gotta like you know mind your p's and q's. Like, I know there was some time when the the people were saying Ralph Sampson <laughs> could maybe like be the next pit coach, and that guy's just you know trouble just follows that guy, you know. Chased out of Oklahoma. He was a successful coach at Oklahoma. Well, I mean brought too much disrepute upon the program, like almost killed Indiana. I mean
1: You know, and also there was a point in time on this podcast where I said fucking go hire Rick Pitino, Yeah, you
0: say it all the time. It's one of the like funniest things you say on this show. Every night I'm every week I drive over here thinking, like, I wonder if Steve's gonna go on about how the how Pitch should hire Rick Pitino, Um
1: so Cable was a very good hire. I think you,
0: you, he must be doing a good job because at the slightest sign of weakness, I think you're going to be back on the Patino train. <laughs> nah, I, and I, I heard another podcast where they're talking about maybe the NBA for him.
1: Who Patino? Patino.
0: But it's just it's it, it, it's done. He's it's over. He had his second act. Louisville was his second act. Okay, his Not third. Not arguing
1: act. that. Not arguing. All right. At
0: all. He was. He was Kentucky. You know, he was the Knicks, he was Providence, he was the Celtics. He was a lot of places, okay? Um, another team in the future is not a place he's going to be.
1: No, he's going to... My, take my word for it. Oh, I guarantee you, he probably doesn't coach again.
0: Now, his son, Richard Pitino, still, still running Minnesota.
1: Well, yeah, but Rick's not going to be anywhere. Rick's what? Late 60s? Yeah.
0: Older he, than Bill Belichick. He is older Who's than the Belichick. oldest coach to win a Super Bowl?
1: He is the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl. He is. Wow. Uh, yeah.
0: So anyway, we got enough old guys with jobs in sports. We don't need another one. Rick Patino, stay the fuck home. <laughs> um,
1: Duquesne Dukes. Uh, they took a bad loss to Dayton over the weekend. Uh, to the Dayton Flyers. Uh, they fell to 5th in the A-10. Uh, they played the Bonnies tonight, um, which were in town. Uh, and you and I, before this podcast, I was like, hey, they played the Bonnies, How'd this go? And you're like, not very good. Lost, lost by, by 2. two. Um, so that probably dropped them to either still at 5, maybe 6 in the A-10. Uh, but we all know with basketball, uh, college basketball anyway, uh, they all get a bid to the tournament. Yeah so and if you're you're losing
0: losing by two or three points like that's easily reversible if you run into them yeah in the postseason so uh, it's just all it's just all about like playing for seeding and like there aren't i'm not saying moral victories but like even in a loss like you learn how to play together a little more than you did before
1: uh and then also with the a10 tournament um, that's a smaller conference, they actually have to win their tournament to get a bid to the 64, which puts them in at a 15 or 16 seed. Um, which, we know the stats on the 15 or 16 seed beating a 1 or 2, which is very minimal. Mm. Um, but it does happen. It does happen. We've seen it happen. Last year it happened twice. Man. Um, Duke, uh The King Dukes go to uh, Fordham this Saturday. Uh, to play up there Uh, also in the NCAA uh, football uh, today was signing day Uh, now the NCAA does two signing days Um, the first one is for all the recruits that are offered scholarships to the colleges and those are the kids that are like "Uh, yeah I'm going to pick here or there and then today was the absolute signing day of well they held out to the longest point they could so I got Alabama Georgia Miami Pitt Notre Dame and USC they're all offering scholarships to come there on a full ride free ride all the way who am I gonna pick so these are like this is the absolute signing day for the studs out of high school to go to college uh, which are unproven uh, in college, and will also be unproven in the pros uh, because they still have two years to go. To the pros, uh, a, a lot of the the top signings out of high school into college, the the percentage gets small. Yeah, of you know. You're you're the hottest kid to come out of your high school, and you go to Ohio State, and you go to Ohio State, and you are a you know go to the Indianapolis Combine and so forth, and you're a practice squad player in the pros. Mm-hmm. The the percentage is small. Yeah, uh, it, it
0: weeds uh, you out. I mean, you remember you? I mean, I know I don't have to tell you how good LeVar Arrington was as a <laughs> running back in high school. <laughs> Shit, you know. But it wasn't ever even, like, a question. Like, he was not going as a running back yeah, yeah. In, in college. It's was not, it is not because Penn State didn't, like, have a running back. Like, and they didn't no, 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 running no, backs. no. There were just better running backs than even LeVar Arrington. Yeah. Who I, was I, a good I mean. enough athlete to play in the NFL for many seasons as a linebacker. Yeah. But he just, you know, like you, like you said, like, you, you go from being the best guy on the field... To, well, well, he also know, played linebacker in high guy. school, and yeah. he, but he, he was also, a good. I know he was a good linebacker he, in high school, but all his like rushing yeah. stats, yeah, you know, the sensation around Levar was all about like him jumping over people at the yeah. line of scrimmage, yep. and yep, you know, you could jump over uh, on offense uh, or defense, uh, I suppose. And
1: you got, I mean, you got guys like Brandon Short that went to McKee Sport. Yeah, it was all running back, and that's all he could do was mm-hmm. his running back. And then went to Penn State, and then went to the pros for what a year oh but dude was huge you know i mean, I mean yeah, kajana carter uh another dude you know all running back all running back boom gets injured boom done uh we got a guy that just got uh, a local um a guy that just got elected to the nfl pro football hall ty of fame ty law ty law out of uh Quipa. I'll i mean he he pit uh, he Patriots. Yeah, you know, Patriots. You know, he had a couple of Super The defensive Bowls the
0: backfield of justice. Yeah, but... Remember him? Th- yeah, but you know what? Ty Law, Lawyer, Malloy.
1: Yeah, but in high school, in high school, he was a fucking wide receiver, a tight end, and a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys that, that, that go the pros were studs at their high school. hmm At... Offensive and defensive positions. Mm. Uh, Iverson like,
0: was quarterback in high school.
1: Iver, well, Iverson still holds the Virginia State records for quarterback. Yeah. You know, and he went to the NBA. Yeah. Um, I just watched a comedy skit, and I'm telling you, this is a comedy skit, and the comedian I watched it from, uh, I can't tell you his name off the top of my hand. He was also a black gentleman that was like, um, I, I, actually, you know what? I can tell you where it's from. It was from uh, uh, the, an award show, and so forth. But uh, he was like, "Look," he goes, "You guys remember name a guy by name of Charlie Ward?" Oh yeah, Charlie Ward won the Heisman Trophy, the best overall college football player ever. Um, and. He never played it down in the NFL. He went and played for the Knicks and the Heat. And that was because at that point in time, NFL teams were not drafting black quarterbacks. Now, keep in mind, this was a comedy skit, and I'm not being racist whatsoever, but it's the truth. Yeah. Um, You know, you, you, Michael Vick torched Pitt for years. Marcus Vick torched Pitt for years at Virginia Tech. Uh, There's an eight year period where I didn't remember a Vick, uh, uh, you know, I did not remember a Vick at quarterback at Virginia Tech ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they torched Pitt, both of them, for years. Um, it, you're getting into these guys coming out of high school, going into college, and when they say you're separating the men from the boys, because we've seen all these high school games that have gone on here in the South Hills have gone on in the North Hills out in the East Hills and the West Hills. And even the basketball games where I, I watched central last year, your alma mater, make it to a playoff game and they played Perry mm. and the dude from Perry just like picked up the kid from Central, like, reaped over underneath the arm and pulled him back up off the floor. Oh, yeah, I saw that picture. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and, and he was still like six inches off the floor before he. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, wow. Yeah. Like, I, I. Signing day is, like you said,
0: like, some people sign, some people don't. Yeah. Um, you know, like, there's. There's still going to be a lot of players who didn't sign big deals today that are going to go, and, and they're, they're not gonna signing be, big deals to make money. There's not, not big deals, deals to go to school. But they're, yeah. si- they're signing a letter of intent to go play for a scholarship. Yeah, at a at a school that's like a you know one of the top 25 football teams probably. Yep. Now there are going to be a lot of players that aren't doing that, and they're going to go to like your Cal's and your Edinburgh's. Oh yeah. You know, Senior and your Slippery Rock. You and, know, or Dayton, or even Yorkshire your Allegheny College, or you, you know, know if.
1: If you, you know, get into Ma- you look, Marshall is a big school in the Mac. You yeah, get, you know, that Mac conference. So, there's a lot of players coming out of the Mac conference right now, which are doing great things over there. Uh, you know, Bowling Green and OU. Uh, you get into some of the smallest, like Old Dominion, mm-hmm. uh, basketball. You want to talk about basketball? Davidson, Davidson's a uh, great basketball school, uh, American University, uh, George Mason, um. American University is not a great basketball school.
0: They're it's it's in D.C. It's
1: in D.C. and and they have they have a lot of basketball in. They that have area. a lot of basketball in that area, and they have ha, and they and they have some players that come out of there that yeah. go in the NBA. Sure, and, they do. Yeah, you know, and they're role players for the most part. But you have Kevin sp- Durant didn't go to American though. Kevin, no. <laughs> no, I mean, just I saying, mean, no, he didn't. Uh, but. It it's a big day for a lot of guys. Uh, it's a big day for a lot of schools to get top recruits. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw something earlier today that, um, uh, Georgia got the number one and number two recruits at wide receiver and running back, uh, signed to Georgia mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, their college career, which has to last two years, so. That's the thing about football compared to basketball where football is two years removed from high school. Basketball is one year. So, um, you know, and, and then you got sports in college and, uh, that, that hockey and baseball where you can get drafted out of high school by a professional team, still go to college and then, you know, go off and do your thing afterwards. Yeah. And you have to sign for a year or two. Um, you know, you get you, you get drafted by Kansas City, and he's like, I'm going to go to college. And then you go to college, and when you're done with college, Kansas is like, we still draft you and you own your rights. So you're coming to us, or you're not playing baseball anymore. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Kansas City, and then you blow your arm out, and shit happens. Uh, but there's that stuff. Um, also, uh, fun fact of the day, 31 years ago today, was the uh, Michael Jordan-Dominique Wilkins dunk competition. Oh, man.
0: That was a big deal. That was a big deal. I had a Dominique Wilkins basketball. I had... I mean, I, I knew who Michael Jordan was, too. I'm not saying that, like... Right. <laughs> I didn't like Michael yeah. Jordan or, yeah. like, know about him. Yeah. But, like, I had a Dominique Wilkins, like... You know, it was like a... You know, not like a an outdoor basketball... Um... With you know Dominique Wilkins endorsement, and I was I always thought he was a pretty cool guy, even though he played for Atlanta, which wasn't a team that
1: was on TV a lot, you know. Other than Spud Webb, I mean, yeah, Spud Webb always made the highlight reels, but mm. Wilkins always made the highlight reels. Yeah, uh, but watching the and I watched the full dunk competition today online because mm. uh, it came across my feed from ESPN. Um you know that dunk competition was ridiculous and that just makes you think like in the 80s and that's that was late 80s um guys of that caliber uh doing a dunk competition did it Mm -hmm. uh it was for the fans it's an all-star game and whatnot um you got guys like LeBron James that's never done a dunk competition. Well, you know. You know, they, 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 they want to see these guys go do these dunk. The dunk competition now is shit. Yeah, it's not what it used you to be. You got a bunch of, like, rookies and second-year players that are doing dunk competition to try to make a name for themselves. I mean, um, the last one I remember was Howard, man. I mean, Howard come out with the Superman costume and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're making a big production now when they do it. Yeah, uh, Blake... I mean, putting
0: on a costume is not the same as, like... You know,
1: Blake Griffin dunking over top of a Kia with the guy hanging out of the sunroof, feeding yeah. him the ball, Yeah, and and him clearing a Kia. That's uh, more impressive than putting on to... a costume. It is. That is way more impressive than putting on a costume. I mean, I could dress up like Superman. Yeah, uh, but Blake Griffin dunking over a Kia with a dude passing a ball up on the sunroof, that's kind of equivalent to Michael... Jordan dunking from the foul line, um, or Dominique Wilkins doing this big windmill jam. Mm. Just uh, I don't I don't know. The dunk competition's gone down in years. Um, it's I I just I I don't think it's just me. It's not like,
0: just you. Too. I I generally care about things a lot less than I used to. <laughs> yeah, but I also think that it's not as good as it used to be. No, not at and all. They don't. It doesn't attract like the top talent, and it is kind of bullshit because like. You know, you'll you'll have guys like not want to do the home run derby for baseball because they're worried that it's gonna like ruin your swing. But, yeah. Like, how is like a dunk con dunk contest gonna like ruin your like what? Your, like your yeah. layup lines like or, or you your feed I mean? or anything yeah. else like that yeah. I mean, I I, I mean, like this, the three point contest, I think, is more exciting because there's more drama involved. Oh yeah, and it's less subjective. You know, and now I, they have the money. I don't. Ball I don't love, that, like, but... like. I don't love sports where like the. Who wins and loses is based on judging, you know. Like I watch like the freaking Olympic figure skating and and gymnastics every four years, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, like if someone falls
1: on their ass, like I guess I can see why they lost points, but like, well because you know, well because the uh, the triple lutz uh, was supposed to be a triple toe loop. No, and I have been meaning I've been
0: meaning to figure out what the hell the difference even is. Uh, it's how you land. I know exactly, but like, you know, like I'm sure there's like YouTubes that could like break it down. Yeah, pretty. yeah. There is um
1: just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Winter Olympics is my favorite Olympics, by the way. But like I think um, the winter
0: yeah. the winter Olympics has more sports that uh we watch that we watch like normally cuz I'm not like I mean track track's not like that exciting that's like half no. the freaking summer yeah. olympics yeah i know right swimming is kind of just like people swimming back and
1: forth and uh yeah and yeah. tell michael phelps that
0: but... well tell anybody that there's the, the thing they've given their life to like <laughs> is like stupid and boring like i won't do it you know, I don't know I don't... um but yeah like as, as a spectator like just between me and you and our listening audience like you know i, th- I think that the winter olympic sports like probably are more f- are more fun to watch um skiing you know Hockey. Sports I love that, curling.
1: Sports that people get fucked up in and sports that people get fucked up in. Mm. <laughs> yeah, dude, I,
0: I did so much curling. I watched so much curling. It was I always did. on yeah. because, like, the last Winter Olympics were in Korea. So, like, the curling events were on in, like, the morning. Yeah. Which was, like, kind of, like, late, like, primetime slash late night in the States. So, it was pretty great.
1: It's awesome. But, yeah, 31 years ago today, Jordan and Wilkins dunk competition happened. Uh, that was my like smile highlight of the day when I got to watch those videos again. It was That's awesome. awesome. Um, but no, uh, from Matt and I here at Bold Sports, uh, we do want to say a big thank you again to Adam, Ryan, and Mike uh, from Fury Brewing Company for joining us uh, this past Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday on the second annual Super Bowl podcast.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun um good good conversations like those guys really held their own like they should totally do their own podcast um but it seems like they got a lot on their plate so i'm not i'm they not gonna like, twist anyone's plate. arm but um you know certainly if they ever want to come back again come talk sports with us again like we would welcome it um they brought good beers they so they're always beer. welcome we should probably provide some beer for them sometime yeah just, just to be cool and, you know um,
1: I'm not going to make it myself. I can't I can't promise that. I can't make it myself. But, um, I, well, I can't make it myself. I don't have the tools anymore. Mm. Um, but we could send a good bottle of whiskey today. It was some, yeah, yeah. Good good whiskeys, you know. I don't know if they're whiskey drinkers
0: or not. But. They are. Okay. Yeah, good. they are. Well, oh yeah, you, you talked about your whiskey friends and that whole thing. That, that yeah, seemed, yeah. seem seemed to be a good common ground for us to talk about. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And definitely thanks for coming out. And you know,
1: check out Fury Brewing up yeah. there in uh, Westmoreland County Way. Yeah, uh, Route Thirty across from uh, Jim Shorkey. Uh, but yeah, it was a great time. Thank you guys very much for listening to Matt and I on this wonderful podcast that we did, the Yammer Yager episode sixty-eight. Yeah, thanks. It's been it's been fun. And we'll be back next week with a great edition uh, of Bold Sports. Just keep keep just pulling for those pens. Pitt, Duquesne,
0: they need you now. Okay? Don't Definitely. fall in, don't fall into a winter slump just because football's over.
1: Right? Sports are on every night. Hey, get in the gym. It's beach body I'll season. Get in the gym. All right, folks. Good have stuff. a great night. Thank you very much. Hey Yins, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media's on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMJC on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports, Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com.